I got to do what's good enough for me. I got to do what's good for my health, my mental health. And, you know, it's really hard in the brown society to admit that you have mental health issues. So for me, I just took that step. I took it. I went to therapy. I started getting better for myself, not for anybody else. And that's when I started really shining and feeling myself like grow. Welcome back to The Sustainable Act. I'm Smiley Karana, and today I'm joined by Krishma Patel, who is an inspiring individual that shares her passion for fitness, health, and self-love through meaningful content. Krishma, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Yeah, we already, so we, like, when we started this, we just jumped right into it and I'm like I, I feel know. like I know you forever and it's like yeah I feel like we just connected because we have a lot of similarities yeah in a our lot mindset of shared values I'm so glad that we can do this because I feel like just from like talking to you for the last like few minutes it's like I'm I'm like this is something that we need to I'm so glad that we're able to share this with like a yeah. big audience and have more yeah. people part of this conversation because everything you stand for it I I think it's so important and yeah you're so awesome. Thank you. That means so much to me. I just get super awkward when people compliment me, but I know we're, we're we have to learn to take compliments. In. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm the exact same way. When someone's like complimenting me, I'm like, "Happy birthday!" But you're right. That's another thing because, like, you know, that ties in with self love. Is like accepting those compliments and learning to like own up to those compliments you know if you feel yeah. like yes I do deserve that I did work hard for that yeah I agree how are you holding up during like this whole pandemic like just keeping busy and staying active is what keeps my mind really healthy and that not that might not be the case for everybody but yeah I try to work out like every day or go outside on a walk or something I think it's so important to make sure you keep moving your body. I think that really helps with your mental health as well. So do you have a routine or are you like just going day by day or like what does your days look like? <laughs> I go day by day, but usually I wake up super ever lately I've been waking up super late, but once I wake up I, you know, go get ready, brush my teeth, all that stuff, eat some breakfast, and then I'll work out or I'll or if I have a lot of orders to do, I have to go pack and work on all that. That takes me like a few hours. And then, yeah, I try to work out and then I eat and I chill. It's yeah. Normal, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like, that's awesome though. Like, that's what you need to, like not feeling pressured yeah. to be in this like super structured, yeah. like, yeah. No, I've, I've stopped feeling that pressure when I decided that I don't need to conform to everyone, like society's rules. That, oh, if you wake up early, you're more active. No, it's it's your body. It's how you feel, what you think your routine is. It's not about what other people think your routine is. Yeah. yeah maybe waking up early might be better, but I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Want to. No, I, I feel the same way. Like, I'm not an early riser either. And... Uh-huh. Um, you know, and every day looks different too. Like some days I'll feel super productive and some days I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything today. And yeah, that's, that's every okay. single person. And it's completely okay if you don't feel like doing anything. And if yeah. you just want to chill out, watch Netflix all day in bed. I used to think that I needed a routine to stay like sane, but I think that's what made me more like insane. I hated having a routine. I hate routines. I like change. I like being, doing something different every single day. I don't have to 
not every single day at this time I have to have my coffee. Like I don't need to do that, you know? For me, I just feel like that I will go crazy. Other people, I feel like it works for other people. It just, I tried it and it just didn't work for me. And I think having my own routine, having my own daily schedule is way better. Yeah. And you're right. Like it, again, it looks different on everybody. And for someone that they may need that structure and that specific time to do everything to feel grounded and for some it's like just taking it more easy that's true as well like what like what did you do before like what do you do for work like what what was your day like before I used to work for a corporate office so every single day I'd have to wake up at like 6 30 a.m get out of my house at like 7 30 drop off my dog at daycare because I'd have to be he had to be at daycare while he was still a puppy so I didn't trust him being home so then after that, I drive 40 minutes to work in traffic and then I come back and by 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. I leave the office and then by 6, I'll reach the daycare to pick up my dog. And then by 7, I'll go home and then 7.30, I try to work out and then eat if I can at 8 and then try to sleep. But I can't because I'm just like a night owl. I can't sleep early. Yeah. So was, I just hated that. I hated having such a scheduled day. Mm-hmm. Like it looks so cool to see on other people, but I like I like having my random schedules. Yeah, like that freelance life. I guess you yeah. Could say. yeah, it was. I loved like working there, but I just like hated structure like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't used to it. I've always been like this since I was a kid. So it's yeah. like I've tried to get out of it, and that was six months I tried to get out of it when I was working for that corporate office and then I just went off on my own Mm -hmm. I worked for my dad with this hotel business and now I started my own business on the side Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that Instagram takes off one day (laughs) yeah yeah no I feel that because I've always been like that too that like you know I like living by my own hours doing my own thing like I've always I've been in freelance for so many years while I was in um, university I would do like like have a business on the side with like video and photo and it it was always like the life I like because you know you get to choose your own hours days you don't want to work yeah. you don't have to and some days you can put in like 12 hours of work but then um recently I started working more like structured hours and I found it, it took a while to get used to but then I'm like oh I'm, I'm stuck because it's the first time in my life I'm having like this proper structure where I'm not forced like this is a, a choice yeah. I made and I started getting used to that and I started liking that but then when the pandemic started and now we're sitting at home it's like I lost that structure I lost that I like, that could like you know that scheduled day and that gave me anxiety at first because I was like I don't know what to do like how do I adjust to this and and a few weeks in it took me a few weeks to like adjust to it then I'm like okay this is what I can do I take it day by day now I'm like really starting to like it I'm very comfortable like having my own days waking up whenever I want putting in as much work as I need to that the thought of going back because I I've heard word that we may be going back to work in a month or two and I love work like I love I absolutely love what I do but then that but that thought gave me anxiety because I'm like oh now do I have to change my routine because for me it's like not just a routine it's like it shifts you mentally physically like it, yeah, it does you yeah. overall and that thought of like oh do I have to now again change my routine and like you know mindset and just like everything again like and that kind of gave me anxiety even though I like work it's just it's hard during this time and I know that everyone else is going through the same thing it's like constantly having to readjust because you don't even know what's happening and I'm the person that needs to know what's gonna happen what's happening yeah 
Um, coming back to you, like, so you're in Texas right now, right? Mm-hmm. So where did you grow up and like, how did you end up in Texas? <laughs> I grew up in California, uh, born in India, but raised in California, SoCal, Cerritos. So I went to college there. I went to high school there. I went to middle school in India, though. After college, I decided that I wanted to move away and I needed, because I lived at home throughout college, throughout high, everything. And I decided I needed to live away, learn and grow on my own. And that's how I ended up moving to Texas through some connections of my dad's. And I got to work for, you know, G6. And that was a really good experience. It really helped me learn. And then I ended up in Austin, Texas, because my fiance and I decided to move in together. Oh, nice. <laughs> Super unorthodox because not a lot of Indian parents allow that. Yeah. But we were just like, no one's here. So fuck it. Let's yeah. just do it. <laughs> I can break you. I don't have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we, we broke some norms. All right. And, you know, people still talk about us because we live together, but you know, I think me and Shay are just so happy with each other that it doesn't matter what other people say. Yeah. And that's what we, we keep our, we keep, we're pretty patient about that because a lot of people do have a lot of things to say still like now they're always talking crap, but that's our Indian yeah. society too. That, so that's huge. Like, deal with I mean, it. that could be a conversation for another day because I think, you know, there's so much to that. It's like breaking those norms and like that society and that culture that we live in. And then, yeah. And then dealing with oh it my when gosh, you care about I, I it and stuff. I, I definitely, I could go on for hours because I'm not a goody two shoes in my culture. So in my society, culture wise, I'm, I think I'm a great person, but mm-hmm. <laughs> society thinks I'm not. Yeah. But it's like, you'll never be enough. Like I think no, no, no one matter is, right? what we do. And I, this is what I definitely want to talk about today too, is like, like this society is just this like concept that you're constantly trying to like meet these like requirements or these expectations, but you're never reaching because once you become never going to be enough. Yeah. Once you become that idealist, like that ideal, perfect example or representation, there's, then you're going to get criticized for that. Like you're too perfect or you're trying too hard or like, you're never going to meet that. So why care about what society thinks and just do what's yeah, that's best so for you? True because even like, you know, Deepika Padigun, the Bollywood actress, even her, like yeah. she's beautiful. She's everyone. We all think she's perfect because she's just, she looks like a goddess. Right. And the, the media, um, this was a long time ago. There's a photo of her cleavage and they just went crazy on her about her cleavage. And even she said, you guys have nothing else to talk about but my cleavage. You know, it's just like stuff like that. We could be the perfect, we could be the queen. (laughs) And we'll still have people talking about us because no one's ever satisfied or happy for you to be in that position. Instead of just rooting you on, everyone's always got to say something. It's our brown society. Yeah, and instead of focusing on those people that aren't, you know, ever satisfied or have nothing better to do, focus on those that are there in your life and are present and do support you and do about you and, like, make you stronger. I just hate when people are so mean to each other. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, when I was young, when I was in a really negative space, I was probably mean to people. I was was young. I was, you know, I didn't go to therapy yet. I didn't know. I didn't know how to deal with my feelings I didn't know how to act so I would be mean too but I wouldn't like 
go bully someone on purpose mm-hmm. but I still was mean to people but you know you grow from that I was like 15 years old I was a teenager mm-hmm. of course you're gonna grow from that mm-hmm. and that just shows that you know we all went through something to be here yeah and that's so does everyone thing else. I reflect on like daily is like I wouldn't go back in the past and change anything if I had the choice because honestly even though Mm -hmm. yeah even though there's been so many things and so many events and so many like heartbreaks and you know how you said the bullying thing like I've been through that and just like the awful things that like the worst time where you felt like you were at rock bottom but like because of that I am where I am today like mentally I agree physically I'm like I'm so so thankful that I went through that because it helped me realize it also just yeah it also it also just helps you realize how much you went through that wow you went through all this now I'm now I'm like this I went through that and now anything that when you feel like you hit rock bottom it's not going to be the same as the first time you hit rock bottom it's going to be a little easier and easier each time and that's that's where I learned too because I always thought I would just hit rock Every time I hit rock bottom, I thought it was the worst. But then I reflect back after I hit rock bottom and see the first time I did, and I'll think, oh, that was way worse than this time. So there is some growth happening. Yeah, and you remind yourself, you're like, I am strong. Like, I went through that. Like like I say, I say this all the time. It takes so much energy to talk bad about someone versus just saying something nice and that that positive energy just makes you feel so much better than all the negative energy you're putting into like saying all this mean shit about someone Mm -hmm. just replace that with positive energy yeah you don't need to always the reason why you feel like crap is because you're always talking crap yeah so maybe if you talk a little good you might feel a little better yeah and and even that saying that we've heard growing up if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything else don't say it at all because why are you wasting your energy and your time and like yeah Frankly, I won't care if someone, you know, does like what I do or doesn't like what I do. You don't have to tell me. If you want to tell me that you support me, that's great. But you don't need to constantly tell me, you know, it's just like you don't yeah, exactly to constantly be like putting up positive like compliments. Like if that's not your thing, but like you don't need to say. Oh my God, I feel you. When I first started blogging, it was so bad because I would post pictures in my sports bra and my underwear, but it was like transformation pictures like comparing my body from when I started to now and for me I didn't think it was anything inappropriate because I'm I'm not showing my ass or anything but even if I was that's nobody's business like Mm -hmm. I want to do it but even when I was just doing that I was getting a lot of um hate like why is she doing that it's so nasty like she's just posting pics of her body she's naked half naked and my one of my cousins was like, it's the same thing as post- girls posting in bikinis. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Just, And I feel that. I There's no problem with what you do or what you want to do. It's just people are always going to have something to say. You can feel 100% about yourself when you post something, but there's always that 1% that always has to say, ill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that 1% always makes you feel bad. Yeah. It's just the way it is. And I think that's the biggest thing a lot of um, young women and just women our age need to need help with. I know a lot of people are stuck in that, oh, my mom, my mom and dad are going to be mad or society is going to think of me differently. And it's just who cares about society? At the end of the day, you're living your life. They're not living it for you. 
that's so true and that hits home so hard because like yeah even like I oh, learned that a lot it was yeah. hard it was hard because like even for myself like being raised in a town going to a school where arts wasn't really considered a thing like it's not really yep. you would think like we're in this like western culture but it's the people you're surrounded by like constantly feeling like the elephant in the room for wanting to pursue arts it just had this negative connotation to it it's like oh you're going into like an artistic career you must be dumb in school or you or what are your parents gonna say or what is society gonna say like that's not a financially stable career or whatever like all these things that I and you know sometimes it'd be like comments to my face sometimes it was just me knowing that like that's what people are thinking and it's that constant battle yeah like do I give into what I'm like do I let other people's thoughts win or do I just go and do my thing and like you know you just keep doing your thing yeah it's I grew up with um my sister she's blind so it was it was double the pressure of being smart being a doctor being something of to their my parents standard at that moment my parents are awesome they support me and everything now but you know, my sister was blind, so I, I get it. They wanted more pressure on the younger one, which was me. And so that was really hard to grow up with, too. Like you said, like growing up with all that pressure, growing up with people telling you, oh, that's just not going to be good enough for you. Oh, you're arts major. You're stupid. You know, it's just mm-hmm. dumb that people say that. And then at one point in my life, I was just like, I think it was in college. I was just like, why am I pleasing everyone? You know, I'm going to always have a blind sister. I'm going to always have parents that think I'm not going to be good enough at that moment. I got to do what's good enough for me. I got to do what's good for my health, my mental health. And, you know, it's really hard in the Brown society to admit that you have mental health issues. So for me, I just took that step. I took it I went to therapy I started getting better for myself not for anybody else and that's when I started really shining and feeling myself like grow and learn more about me you just gotta break those boundaries sometimes and you just gotta do it I had to hide it but I still did it and Mm -hmm. now I'm way better off than I was and I I feel that like for me it was like because you're the youngest, right? And so you had that pressure. Um, I'm the oldest in my family. And so, so you have that I was, pressure. I had that pressure where my parents didn't really know, like, okay, what's happening? Like my whole life, you know, because I'm their experiment, like child, guinea pig for everything. And totally understandable. Like parents don't get enough credits for like, you know, like, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't get some kind of like handbook. Of, I was like, definitely <laughs> the guinea pig as well. Because my sister couldn't really go anywhere or do anything without parental supervision or my or me being there but I was I was definitely the guinea pig as well I was doing some bad shit (laughs) especially because when you're the child of an immigrant and you're in this totally different society or like you know place that like where they grew up like the kind of society that they grew up in it's like how do you bring those two cultures together like I think I still I always struggle with that that the two living two different lives sometimes right like feeling that but the biggest thing I feel like I learned over my time I also moved away I moved away from home when I went for university and away from the city and I found a group of people that were like my support system I found like a core group of friends that honestly I was like that's something that I'm like okay if I were to advise someone that also feels like they're alone find those people that support you and find and focus on that and rather than the negativity like no very important 
I had really bad friends in high school and in college. I just have, I had better friends who were supporting and helping me through what I needed to do. And it was, it was just such a nice feeling to have a support system like that. Yeah. I agree. Because then you don't focus on like the bad. You don't focus on the constant like yeah. comments or what other people are thinking. You're like, hey, like there's somebody that believes in me. Like I feel empowered that I can go and do like something great. And and they help you focus on the good too, your yeah. support system. So I think that's so important to have a good support system. So how did you get into, like, how did your fitness journey start? Where did that start from? Oh, so I was always into sports and health, but not like, like diet wise, but like physically I was always into sports. In high school, I played sports. I played basketball for three years and in boarding school you know they make you play all kinds of sports but um I started getting more serious about my health was after college because in college I was also on a dance team um UCI Zamana and we used to dance but we'd always eat like shit after practice because you're you're with your college friends we're done practicing we but after all that finished it was my last year of college I just saw my body and I wasn't happy with myself mentally physically just everything inside I just wasn't really happy looking at myself and that's when I just got really serious about my health and ever since then I mean my body's fluctuated but I'm still way happier mentally physically and I feel I'm the healthiest I've been in a very long time so I think that's how I got into all of that Mm -hmm. I just looked at myself one day and I was just like I was working out, but I wasn't eating well. Mm-hmm. I, was, I just looked at myself and I just, I never want to feel that way where you look at yourself and you're just disgusted by what you see. So that's where my, that's where my self love journey began. Self love and self growth journey. Cause it wasn't just physical pain. It was mental pain. Like, mm-hmm. why am I feeling like this looking at myself? I should not feel this way mm-hmm. when I look at myself. I remember I was actually in Canada during a trip and I came back from Canada and we it was a bunch of us girls and we came back from Canada and we're in Canada we're in Canada uh, we went to Vancouver where's the suspension bridge is Vancouver the Capilano suspension bridge yeah we were we were in Vancouver and after that I had just turned 22 and a guy that I was dating broke up with me like really bad and it really hit me like fuck like this it just felt I just felt like shit mm-hmm. like a guy broke up with me now I look like this and like it's just everything just came falling down and I know it probably wasn't the reason but you know at that moment it felt like that was the reason but the real reason was I was just couldn't look at myself in the mirror and I needed I knew I needed help that resonates with me so hard like I you know how you said it, it may not have been that but it adds to that it adds to like yeah the, it does it does that tipping point when you're like you just need that yeah. one thing that just pushes you over the edge and yeah because I thought I was like happy in a good mm-hmm. relationship I mean it was probably whack anyway mm-hmm. but at that time I you thought it was it, like good yeah I didn't see it and then it just someone breaks up with you over text and you're just like, I'm 22 and I'm still getting broken up through text. Yeah. And it just like everything came down at the same time. And I think like, come, like we talked about this though, like it's like in that moment, it feels like the worst thing ever. And it feels like it's like the world is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like your own world is falling apart. 
Yeah, but then when you look back, you're like, if it weren't for that moment, I wouldn't have like started working on myself and I wouldn't have started changing yeah. things and growing. Like, I think like mentally, like, that, that similar thing happened to me too. And I remember I started more of my like self-love journey last year because I had my tipping point last year and I was, I realized I hit rock bottom. I was so unhappy with, with how I looked, with how I felt. Like it was more with, I always look like what you said. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was disgusted, but that was more that emotional, mentally, like yeah. kind of things. Like I wasn't looking disgusting. I just wasn't happy here. So mm-hmm. I took it out on myself. Yeah. And I think that's what happens with a lot of girls, with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just was just neglecting myself. Like, overall completely and it wasn't I wasn't eating right I wasn't consuming right material I wasn't with the right people and they just like you know built up over time and I just had I just burnt out and I was like that's it like I need to just you know I I felt like I hit rock bottom I'm like no like I need to start working on myself and I'm like wow it's just like you look back and you're like "I I feel so much more confident and strong but it's because the mental shift that I had yeah, I started working. It's, it's literally hundred percent mental. If you're not feeling right here, you're never gonna feel right here. Yeah. Like your entire body's always gonna look gross to you until you feel right here. Like, holy, I love me. I love my body. I love my curves. I love everything I'm doing. It just took. I mean, some days I still have those days, but most days are better than the rest. Yeah. So that's what matters. You're more. You're more prone to like understanding where those thoughts are coming from now and you're more in control of like now how do I deal with this and how do I get myself out of this bubble of self like if I'm if I'm feeling like shit or looking like shit then I know what it is I'm not eating well so I need to fix that so if I'm eating well I'm gonna feel good Mm -hmm. not just mentally physically emotional you just feel way better when you're just doing good for yourself yeah and even like what you were saying about how mental health like it's not really talked about especially like in the brown community and just like in general I feel like it's even in general it's not as tough because I feel I went through all of high school all university and I was scared to use the word depression like I was so scared of that and I was like why like no one made me feel like that's a scary word except just the way that it just the the you know reputation the it way had people or, re- yeah and I would the way people react towards it yeah oh you have it what did we do to make you feel that way or like, like or you would see the most extreme cases and so you would yeah. hear that word and you think well oh there's a I'm person not like the, that yeah. yeah like I'm not taking pills for it or I'm not in the hospital for it so I don't have it like I there's no way I can have it and that is like the exact like wrong thing because we need to just start like discussing that. like Men- everyone yeah. goes through that everyone has that point where you hit depression you you get anxiety like I didn't even know what anxiety was until like I would have an anxiety attack and I wouldn't know I wouldn't be able to recognize it oh my god me too and I didn't learn that until I actually went to therapy and I told him this is how I felt and they they told me like you know it's an anxiety attack I was like what the fuck is that yeah like I'm having a panic attack over this yeah and then you learn like oh now I know when my panic attacks are yeah. so I just like relax I try to do breathing exercises and that's how I get through it it's gonna feel like shit but you gotta you gotta get through it to heal from it so 
I remember, I literally remember that day when someone brought it up and I Googled it and I just reading like the tabs, I didn't even open a, one of the browsers, but it just shows you like what different the things. symptoms are. And I got scared and I closed my tab right away. And I was like, no, 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 like, no, this is no, right? Like I was just like, I didn't even let myself think it or whatever. And I'd constantly come back to that though. And I started talking to like people and I'm like, okay, like how do I start owning it? And it was a journey. Like it was, it took time till I realized why oh, yeah. am I so scared of this concept? And as soon as I started owning it, I became bigger than this idea, right? Why was I letting yeah. this thing be bigger than me? Like letting, like allowing it to feel, this is scary. This is big. Like, and me feeling this like, a small weak thing no yeah it, the faster you um accept that you there's nothing to be ashamed of the better you're gonna feel and the better you the faster you'll accept that oh it's okay like yeah I'm not alone like, there's mm-hmm. people around me that can help me or I can still go get help and I think that's the biggest thing people are so ashamed to talk about it but once you learn that there's nothing to be ashamed of that's when you'll start feeling better. Mental health is so important. Mental health looks different on everybody as well. Yeah. And that someone's doing some, you know, crazier cases, it might not apply to you, but you still feel similar to that yeah. person. And that's still your, it's your mental health, you know, you got to take care of it. So you bring this quote quite frequently on your page. And I have to say, like, I love it so much. It's so powerful. Um, you say, just be a size you. Mm-hmm. So what inspire that and what where did that come from I don't know I just felt like everyone was so is always so concerned with being a size zero being a size double zero I used to be that I used to be double zero I used to be a size zero the more I started growing the more my body started growing and that happens with everyone the more when you grow up you grow into yourself and people kept telling me every every single person that I met kept telling me wow you're so fat you got so fat you gained so much weight and you know it just keeps hitting you in a way and you're just like what the fuck like I'm I'm not even fat and I'm not and even if I was over my weight like what is that why is that such a problem to you and so my entire thing I would have a conversation with my mom all the time and my mom said yeah I'm 50 and I'm people are still talking like that to me. I just one day was just like, just be a size you. And it just felt so powerful saying that and reading that. And so I decided I need to share this. I need people to realize if you're double zero, if you're zero, if you're two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, whatever, that's your size. That is you. You know, you don't need to change or conform to other people's opinions or society's way of living like yeah I might not look like a model in a bathing suit but I love my body for what it can be and what it can do so why can't I just be a size me and you just be happy with it so that's how it it just came that's so powerful they're like just those simple words put together like so empowering yeah and it just makes you feel like so then I decided that you know what I'm gonna throw this out there on clothing I'm gonna because I always wanted to spread positivity through clothing through through something you know through my gram through everything so I was like you know what I'm gonna start selling clothes that are body positive Mm -hmm. because it's so important to feel 
that you need to love yourself mm-hmm. like you need to love yourself and you want to so it's so important for me to share that with everybody I love that I'm thank you I'm trying at yeah. least I hope <laughs> no you know what you're you're talking about that's like so much more than like that's just like going so far already like that's so like you're paving this path for the generations to come to like start embracing because it goes beyond just like even appearance like I remember yeah. reading this somebody posted this like photo in, in the caption she's like I'm a naturally very happy and bubbly person and so many times people tell her like oh you're too nice or you're being fake because of your personality and she's like well if somebody's acting like they don't show emotion or they don't exactly like you know express themselves then they're considered too bitchy but then yeah it's like it's like no win with anybody exactly and if you're I can't just be me and people can't just be happy about it exactly looks fade when you grow yeah so just I think people should worry about just having a good personality yeah and growing yourself like mentally and just being more wise and being more open-minded and just like yeah being more accepting being more loving you know yeah the world needs that right now then coming back to like mental health how do you take care of your mental health like what do you do well like I said I have to work out at least like three to four times a week because I think that really keeps my mind active if Mm -hmm. I'm not then I get into a really lazy funk and I just start being really bad on myself and I'll start talking crap about myself Mm -hmm. to me and even my fiance is always like stop doing that and I'm just like I just don't feel good about myself and then the next day I'll work out and I just feel like a completely different person so I think keeping myself active eating well and eating I'm not going to say bad because no no food is bad food. If you're eating it and making you feel good, that's good food. So I'll still have like my wine, chips, everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's important to have a balanced lifestyle. If you are too strict, then you're going to be craving so many things that you want to do. But then you're also going to be like, oh, if I eat this, I'm going to be fat. If I eat this, I'm going to be like this. But if you just change that into if I eat this I'm gonna feel good if I drink this I'm gonna feel even better really just changing your mind your perspective on what you do and that's what really helps my mental health and being outside going walks and stuff I feel that so much like I I know when I myself like as soon as I start moving my body and I start eating the right food like it shifts like my mental state like this totally yeah. different way where so when I I can start feeling like even last week I was having really a lot of lazy days which is okay completely but I found like you know a few days in of eating bad and not I wasn't even moving I was just sitting there all day and I was like feeling so gross and just because it's like I do it for myself right I think that's the best yeah. thing like don't do it for anyone but yourself like yeah and my biggest thing is if you want to have a day just to lay there and yeah. just do nothing do it yeah if that's what you need to do to get to get through your day and to get to the next day and you do that and I think that's mental health is a lot about putting yourself first and people forget that because they think they're being selfish and at the end of the day I have me and I only have me mm-hmm. so you got to take care of yourself yeah that's like what you just said like you only have you like you only you have can't you depend if, on anyone yeah even I have a fa- I have a partner, but if my partner wasn't here, I'd still only have me. Yeah. You know, so if I'm taking care of myself, then 
I'm going to be the happiest. Yeah. And like, that's something like, um, something I talk to my mom a lot about too, is like, even if you have, if you're in a healthy relationship, you should be working on yourself to keep up Always. with like, right. Like you shouldn't feel like, oh, yeah. oh well, because I have, I have a healthy relationship. I don't need to work on myself because you, that helps your relationships with, of course, no matter who it is like, with. No, I, I agree. Cause everyone assumes, you know, you're just happier because you have a great partner. No, I'm happier because I'm learning to love myself more. Like my partner loves me and I'm learning to love him more and ac- accept that love from him for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm happier. I'm not happier because of just him. I'm happier because I've learned to accept love. Like I've learned to accept our love to grow together. And that's what's really important. People shouldn't say, oh, he's going to make me happier. It should be, he's going to make me even more happy than I am already. You know? Yeah. Like he's going to, he's going to help me be happier. Yeah. Like it's just like. You just got to accept that love and that's what's going to help you become happier with your partner, with, you know, yeah, whoever you have. Yeah. And that's another thing. I mean, again, it could be a conversation for another day because it could go on forever. But I like I remember hearing like you shouldn't you should stop saying, oh, this person completes me because that's like yeah, the exact no. wrong. Like you shouldn't know like that is the absolute like like the last thing you should be feeling is like you don't need someone to complete you but someone that's completely whole and then you're completely whole and you come together and you, and grow, you guys come together yes and you grow right and like rather than yeah. feeling like dependent on each yeah, other you, I used to feel that like oh that person's gonna make me happier so I'm gonna try to be whatever I need to be for that person but then I met Shay and it just made me he made me feel I'm okay with who I am like he loves me for who I am and that's what made me happier to accept that that someone accepts me for who I am and that just shows me that I am amazing I am beautiful I am loving I deserve to love and when someone accepts you for all of you you're good you're bad you're crazy whatever cranky that's when you know like you should just love you like learn to love yourself even more and that's what really the past two years of our relationship was really hard for me in that sense because I was not accepting of love and now I'm just I'm way happier mm-hmm. than I So I wanted to end this off with like a rapid fire um like questions like fast five, like five. Coffee with like coffee with garden. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so just basically um the like in one to five words, first thing that comes to your mind with these questions. Okay. So you don't have to overthink it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, first one's if someone had to try out one activity, what would you recommend? boxing yeah boxing yes oh my god I really want to try boxing as soon as I was like okay I'm gonna go like join a club the pandemic started and everything closed down but so fun I just feel like you'd really so much energy and tension yeah and it just feels so empowering as a woman to do that yes it was so awesome Dude, that's been on my list for like so long. Like, yeah, it this, helps with all over, I'm gonna go. Like, <laughs> it helps with your confidence level too. Honestly, I I love it. I yeah, couldn't imagine my life without it. Amazing, I love that. Um, okay, so next one's best piece of advice you've gotten uh, from my dad. No matter what you do, someone's always gonna have something to say about you, good or bad. That that speaks and like a million words. Like that's those are those are some words I truly live by. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so next one's what is your best feature? <laughs> Self love. I think my smile. I think my smile. I love your smile too. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. And then next one's what would you tell your younger self? That it's okay to love yourself and it's okay to be who you are. Oh, love it. <laughs> and last one, <laughs> if you had only one thing you could say to the whole world, what would that be? Just be kind. <laughs> like, be kinder. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's all I would say to people. Love more. <laughs> that's one of the other things. Yeah. Love more and be more kind. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that again speaks volumes because again like what are we doing everything for right like we're gonna all leave the earth one day like we all live in the same fucking place you know like this earth we all live here so why can't we all just be nice to each other yeah Mm -hmm. awesome well thank you so much again for like you taking the time out of your day and chatting with me and like like everything you speak for is so important your platform like I'm just so glad that we could connect and like have this moment I feel like you're like a sister now I'm like (laughs) oh my god yes thank you so much and if you want to do this again just let me know I love this so much fun you're welcome back anytime because I feel like there's so many things we sidebarred that we're like we can talk more about this and so many things that I feel like we can connect on that I'm like more people need to start talking about and I love listening to stories you know of people that I can connect to and I think this is like one thing we're doing so I'm so glad (laughs) thank you for having me and I can't wait to see the interview yeah (laughs) so how can how can we find you if someone wanted to connect with you after this Instagram is probably the best place because my email is also attached to it yeah they can just email me as well What's your Instagram? So, yeah. Oh, for people my listening. Instagram is oh, at kp.fitstyle. Awesome. And then and you have you said you have merch now too? So Yes, I have merch too. And you can also find that on my gram. But if you want on the website, it's www.kpfitstyle.com. The, everything is linked to my Instagram. So if you find me on Instagram, you'll find everything about me. Yeah, awesome. So every week I end the show off with a recommendation. So it could be like anything, like a show or a book or a brand or something. And this week I was like kind of trying to figure out like, okay, what do I want to recommend? But I thought I'd ask you not to throw this on you, but if there's a brand or a show or a person or something that you would recommend, what would that be that we can leave the people with Ooh, i just finished watching oh the new indian show never have i ever yes and i mean i heard a lot of mixed reviews but i highly recommend it because i really relate to it and i think that was a really good show it's a really great representation that Mindy Kaling did for us so yeah I watched that show that's awesome no never have I ever that's actually really really good that you brought that up because that I think goes for all like minorities but even people that like you know just want to watch this and see what and the show did number one in the whole world like yeah and the fact that just like you're getting representation from for brown people like that yeah it's we have not gotten a show that shows brown people it's like that Indian extent people on screen yeah, yeah on a netflix original yeah. you know how hard that is yeah so i'm really proud to be brown because of mindy awesome well it's a great show it, it definitely is like i love that she showed the different layers like um you know an american 
Indian American in immigrant, like, you know, a parent, like yeah. just so many different I mean, levels. So many people had so much to say about, yeah. you know, the guy being so hot in the range bear and stuff, but yeah. it's like some things you have to do theatrics. Yeah. Yes, it's not real, <laughs> but you don't know. It might have happened to someone. Someone probably had an attractive range marriage. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. And it's that struggle that, oh my God, again, conversation for next time. Because we have. I know. Again, but... We'll definitely have another conversation yeah, again. The whole like culture and like figuring out your place in the world and never being oh, like yes. too much of one or the other when you're, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll okay, end this yeah, off. Put with... it in the books. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you again, Krishma. Thank you so much.